I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I've loved to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armoire, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armoire, so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 295, Forge Your Own Path with Preeti Harbuck. Now, this past summer, we did something we weren't expecting to do, and we bought an old Fixer Upper in Salt Lake City. And why this is different is because one, we didn't know that we would be buying a home in Utah and we are. And the second is instead of buying, you know, a much bigger home, but in a bit more affordable of an area, we decided to get a more modestly sized home that needed a ton of work, like almost a full gut, actually a full gut, but where we wanted to be. We wanted a big yard. We wanted a small home. We wanted it to be in Salt Lake. I've had quite a few people ask me, both within my family or just people on the internet, why we chose to do that. And it really is because it reflects who we are and what we value and what might be different about us. You know, being different is okay. This month, we've been talking about abundance. Now, scarcity means that you only can see one path and one choice, and you fear differences both within yourself and with others. But abundance is where you see that there are more choices you can take more than one path and it be okay, and that differences are a really good thing. 
Today, I have brought on a friend who I believe exemplifies this ability to forge her own path to align better with what makes her happy and her family happy and what helps them tick and and what is in alignment with their values. It's Preeti Harbuck. You might know her from the local passport family. Now she knows what it's like to forge her own life with her own path. She, her husband and five kids usually travel the world, but most recently they've been traveling the country with their RV. Preeti passes along her love of traveling to her online community while also teaching about race, inclusion, and diversity. This episode is actually not about the traveling, although that is fun and we can touch on it a little bit. It's more about how to forge your own path. Preeti teaches us in this episode how we actually do have more choices than we might think we do right at first glance, and how we can lead life in a way that feels fulfilling for ourselves. And she also teaches us how to lean into the courage it takes to go on a different path and make your own choices and lean into what's different for you and yours and in the world around you. I think the nutshell way to describe this episode is that there actually is more possible for you and your life. You've just got to give yourself permission to see it and to pursue it. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. There are a few things, like literal things, that ground me in my day-to-day life. They give me some excitement, they give me some clarity, and they also just give me purpose too. And I am sharing many of those items as part of our 300 giveaway. You might not have heard yet, but we are getting very close to our 300th episode. And as part of this, we're doing a huge giveaway. We are giving away 33 gifts and three of those will include some of my favorite tried and true items that all add up to over $300 in value for each of those three gifts. Included in that is a subscription to Magnolia Journal. That's Joanna Gaines um, magazine that I really love. A fawn design satchel, a book of poetry by Carolyn Pearson that just came out, a beauty uh, counter item, a canvas bag, and a notebook that are all specially uh, suited to those of you who believe in progress over perfection. To be submitted to that giveaway, just go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway. And that's where you can see what it takes to qualify for the big three. That's the big three gifts that are valued at $300. To automatically be submitted for one of the 30 gifts, it's so easy. You just share about the podcast on Instagram and you tag about progress and you are automatically submitted. We We track all of those. Or you can submit a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Again, those are automatic submissions. There are ways for you to also submit retroactively. If you've ever done any of those things in the past, just go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway to see how. And we've already announced our first round or two of winners. We're going to keep doing that up until our 300th episode, which we'll be releasing around our four-year anniversary to mid-November. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway. Welcome to the show, Preeti. Thanks so much for having me, Monica. 
Well, it's been a joy. I mean, we were just both talking about how I was part of the exodus from California and yet you were on your way back working as a family of seven. And how about you just tell us a little bit about, well, what you guys are up to as a family, if people aren't familiar. Yeah, absolutely. So our family has always felt passionately about learning and exploring through travel. And we visited a bunch of countries, which obviously isn't happening right now during COVID. However, we do have some family on the opposite coast from us. We live in California and our parents both live on the East Coast and are really high risk. And we wanted a way to be able to go visit them and spend time with them and introduce them to our newest baby um, safely during this time. So we decided to purchase an RV and quarantine ourselves, go out there, see family. And then since then, we have been taking our time, slowly working our way back and exploring amazing outdoor spaces along the way. Oh, I have loved, uh, you know, traveling along with you uh, online. And I know many, many others have, but this is not the only way that you guys are, you know, going off the beaten path and taking your own, which is something in general. I love about the way you and your husband and your children live. There's so much about not going the safe way and maybe the most traditional way, but the one that feels right to you. And how about you give us a little bit more insight there about what might make you a unique family kind of doing your own thing? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like travel is the biggest piece of that. We have five small children. Our oldest is about to turn 10 in just a couple of weeks, and our youngest is eight months old. So usually families with that many children, which is unusual in and of itself, especially living in the Bay Area in California, Mm -hmm. but usually families of that size are not generally exploring the world. But we found that it's been a wonderful way for our family to connect and to learn and grow both with each other as well as with other people around the world. So right now I have visited, I believe it's 62 countries and we've visited 43 of those with our children so we've been um, fortunate to be able to explore a number of places um, relatively inexpensively and to be able to expand our minds through that travel experience Um, and so that's been really great for our family and this definitely has to be an intentional choice I mean it's clear on how you live and and what you do as a family, that this is prioritized, this is saved for, this is planned in advance. Um, Maybe not on the road trip for, you know, right now as you're able to just kind of plan as you go, but it's an intentional thing. And I'm just going back to maybe when you guys were a younger family, I mean, you're still quite young, but a young family, maybe one or two kids, and you face that choice to either continue on the road you were already forging or to maybe go on the safe route. Um, So why did you choose kind of a riskier one, but a more fulfilling path for you? And what was that process like as a young family? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like more than one specific moment, it was a series of moments and choices. I remember shortly after my husband and I had been married, we'd been married about a year, we decided to build in a summer of travel for ourselves. So I had just quit my job and was about to go back to business school. And my husband had just finished school and was about to start a new job. So in between that time, we decided to build in two months of travel, traveling the world and exploring all over. And I feel like that's really when we were able to connect through that experience. And we realized that, hey, this is something that we want to be able to continue doing, if possible, a little bit with our children as well. 
at that time, we thought that maybe we would explore here and there once in a while, maybe take um, a big trip or two with our family over the course of their childhoods. But the more we did it, the more we realized that, hey, this is something that is possible to do within a reasonable financial frame and time frame that can be part of our whole family's growing up experience. Um, when our oldest was about four months old, I was in business school and I needed to travel to South Africa for a project actually. So since he was so young and I was nursing him, I needed to bring him along of course. And then my husband came as well so that he could help out with the baby while I was working on my project. So during that time, we were able to travel around Southern Africa a little bit, and it helped us to see, okay, it's possible to travel with a baby, but still we didn't really think that it was something that would be a long-term commitment for us. And then when I was pregnant with our second, we decided to take another bigger trip. We went to Australia and New Zealand with our oldest, who was about 18 months old at the time. Um, and that was sort of what we thought was our last hurrah trip. We figured, okay, it's before he's turning two years old, he could still fly free. We're gonna make the most of this time when we only have one little kid and go explore the world. So we went and did that. Then we had a couple of years when we had our two little kids. And then again, I was pregnant with our third child and our second, our daughter, she was about to turn two. So we figured, okay, let's take another last hurrah trip and go explore some more before we have to pay for her on a flight and before we have a third kid because we figured there'd really be no way to travel once we had three children and we were outnumbered. So at that point we traveled through part of Europe and the Middle East. And again, it was an incredible experience for our family. At that point we figured, you know, maybe this is not just something that we're doing once in a while or on a short-term basis. Maybe we could figure out the financials. Maybe we could figure out the logistics of travel so that we could do this more regularly, even as we have more children. So I feel like that was sort of the point where we realized, okay, maybe we can continue to make this work instead of thinking that that was the last hurrah and that was the final opportunity to take advantage of that. I love how it was just a series of, like you said, a series of choices and a series of experience too, that kind of led you to think, actually, this is the way we want to live. This is the way we want to do things and how we are going to prioritize our lives. And, you know, for the people who are listening, I mean, obviously we're going to get way more into this. It's not about the traveling. It's how you made choices to live the way you wanted to live. And I'm sure you've had a lot of pushback on that, even from well-meaning, you know, friends or family members, or even just not well-meaning people on the internet. So why do you continue to forge your own path in this way? And, and how have you dealt with maybe some pushback that you've had along the way? Absolutely. I love that you pointed out that it's not just about the travel. It's about that choice for what works well for our family. And I think over the time of doing this, we've recognized that this is something that's been beneficial for our family and for our children. It's been connective for us. It's helped us to learn and grow. It's helped us to understand other people and other cultures. And so that's something that's become important in our family culture. Mm -hmm. So regardless of the specific act of traveling, it's something that has been a choice to um, enhance our family's culture and our family's lives. And I think that's true for anyone. Obviously, family travel isn't necessarily for everyone. That's not really the point. The point is that we found something that has been enriching for us. And I think mm -hmm. for anyone, you can find something that's enriching for your family and your family's culture, something that builds you up, that is restorative and connective. And as much as we can choose those opportunities, I think that we'll build our families through it. 
that is the soundbite right there. I mean, especially it, it links to me about you have to know who you are too, both individually and as a family and your values collectively and individually as well in order to forge your own path. And I think once you do that, that's when you feel that fulfillment in a way that you couldn't, if you were only doing what you should be doing, because some people might do what you have done, but because they felt like they should, because some people are on the internet are, and they should do it. And they wouldn't have the fulfillment because it's not in alignment with their values and their family culture or vice versa. Other people can take the safe route and still feel like they're kind of stuck or they're not reflecting life and their values. So why is this something that you can keep doing? Like what are the benefits of living your unique, but fulfilling and very much in alignment life? I think you pointed out exactly the reason because anything can feel challenging or anything can feel safe depending on your own family's values and culture. For yeah. us, traveling doesn't feel so crazy. It doesn't feel like we're pushing beyond the safe choice that much because it's exciting for us. It's fulfilling for us. However, on the other hand, I see plenty of people out there who do incredible home decor um, projects in their homes, who do these incredible DIY renovations. And while that may feel safe and fulfilling to them, that would be frankly a nightmare for me. I have no awesome <laughs> in doing a DIY home project. I am not a crafter. I am not a builder. And that to me is something that would feel really stressful and really not safe. So I think it's exactly like you said, it's finding what feels right for your family, what feels enriching. And that's what allows us to continue because of that fulfillment, because it doesn't feel like it's so crazy when we're doing it. It feels enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're giving me so many ideas here too. Just personally, how I want to maybe take some risks here a little bit as a family and do things a little bit differently and just see if that fulfillment and that alignment can come a little bit more. And I'm even talking about small things, but this isn't about me though. So let's talk about the, the listeners who are kind of feeling like they're, they have a tug, a tug to, to go off the beaten path and to lead a little bit of a different life than maybe is what feels safe in their community, but feels safe and good to them and alignment for them. What pointers do you have for someone who is still kind of back at square one with that regards and just kind of thinking about it and wondering about it? Absolutely. I feel like the very first step is recognizing that there's really not one right way or even really a standard. I think it's so easy to look out there and think, oh, everyone is traveling or, oh, everyone is doing home renovations or everyone is doing sports with their children. And guess what? Not everyone is. Most everyone is doing something that's different from what we think of as the norm, which makes me think that there's not really one norm to go off of. There's not a standard that applies to everyone. And so I think as much as we can recognize that, we don't feel so different we, when we recognize that everyone is unique in their own family situation. Wow. Yes. And, and, and knowing that is okay, I think allows you the freedom to kind of think about, well, how are we unique? What is different about us? Absolutely. We can nail down what is special about your own family, your culture, and your connection with each other. Hmm. So that's the first tip. That's okay. the first tip that I would have. Let's take a quick break here for our sponsors. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The second tip I would have is to practice being different and welcoming that difference. For us, that comes a lot through travel. I love being able to put our family and especially my children in situations where they don't feel comfortable. We've been in other cultures and other countries where they don't speak the language, where the culture is vastly different, where the food is vastly different. It puts them in a situation where they recognize that It's not that comfortable being the one who's different. However, it is doable. It's not something that is going to kill them. It's not something where they won't make it through. And it is an opportunity for us to reach into each other as a family. When we put ourselves in those situations that seem a little bit more difficult, it allows us to practice. It allows us to recognize that, hey, it's really not that risky being different. And we can gain wonderful blessings from those opportunities. We can learn from those people who are different from us. We can have conversations, we can grow, and it pushes us a little bit beyond our comfort zone. As much as we practice going outside of those areas of comfort, I think it allows us to do that more without hesitation and without fear. And why is that something you feel like has been beneficial? Because I I feel like I can see between the lines why, but let's be a little bit more direct. Like, why is that something that has been uh, beneficial as a family? Yeah, absolutely. I think that as much as we are willing to take those smaller risks, it allows us to take those larger risks as well. If we see, hey, it's really not that hard and Mm -hmm. I can make it through that. I can do those small hard things. It allows us to do those larger hard things. I'll give a small example. We were recently in Grand Teton National Park and we did the longest hike that our family has done with kids, which I'm sure there are plenty of families out there who have done much more challenging things, but it was a challenge for us. It was an eight and a half mile hike with over 2,500 feet of elevation gain. So it was definitely the longest and most strenuous hike that my children had done before. Um, And we made it through and we had a wonderful time doing it. And my kids have been talking about it for a few days now and they recognize, hey, we did something hard. And when we can take those minor risks, I think it prepares us to take those more challenging risks. It allows us to go beyond our comfort zone for larger things like oh, going on a big trip or doing this home renovation project or moving to another country or living in an RV or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It prepares us and helps us recognize that we are uh, that we are prepared, that we have the tools to be able to do challenging things. Mm-hmm. Which can translate no matter where you live and no matter what you do. I have a good friend named Jamie Cook um, who was on the show very, very early on, but she's lived in various parts of the country, but no matter where she has lived, 
she has reached out to different cultures within her community and made friends with people who have moved in from, you know, international places and grown some wonderful friendships there, but continue to expose her children to other ways of eating and thinking and viewing the world that I see as so admirable. But again, this can just happen in, within your own community too, and what you're doing there and how you're building emotional resilience as a family. Absolutely. And I love Jamie and I love what she does. And I think you are absolutely right. And it goes right into my next idea about welcoming difference. It's mm -hmm. not just about you going out and you putting yourself in those situations, but it's about appreciating all of the wonderful diversity that's around us. The people who might speak differently or who might eat differently or who might think differently, who may have different political inclinations or different thoughts on ways of living. Uh, there's so much incredible and beautiful diversity all around us right near our homes. And as much as we can welcome that, I think it helps us feel resilient in doing unique things ourselves. Yes. So this month you're here because we're talking about living abundantly. And I think oftentimes that can only translate in people's minds to living abundantly with money. And that's not the case. That's why you're here to help us see it's more about the way you live. And to me, I think scarcity is living from a place of fearing differences, fearing people who are doing things differently or believe differently, or you, yourself doing that. And abundantly living abundantly is welcoming differences, both from others and within yourself too. I love that connection so much. Absolutely. I think that's so beautiful. This summer, I had an incredible opportunity to put together what I called the Global Children's Book Club. I had 26 picture books about 26 different countries, one for mm -hmm. each letter of the alphabet. And for each of those countries, I had some authors do own voice read alouds. We had um, recipes that we shared, different craft activities. And it was, like you said, this wonderful opportunity to move away from scarcity and toward abundance. It was a richness of cultural interest and excitement. And we were able to drink from the fountains of all these incredible cultures and countries. We were able to learn from them and appreciate them. And I think as much as we can welcome that into our lives, it helps us recognize that we're just a small piece and there's so much out there. And we don't have to fear all of that abundance that's out there. We can welcome that into our lives. We don't have to just focus on what is familiar to us. Mm -hmm. And that phrase there, there's so much out there I think that's the thing I really hope we can drive home to listeners is there's so much out there, but also there's so much out there for you. Like you have to believe that or else you're not going to be open to finding it. Absolutely. We've talked on my um, Instagram feed a little bit and on my, in my DMS and my stories with my incredible followers, we've had some conversations around appreciation versus appropriation. And mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest distinctions we've made is listening to those people who come from those cultures and from those places. It's listening and welcoming in others and recognizing that we have so much to learn from others. We don't have to be those teachers. We don't have to be the ones with all the knowledge. We can welcome in others and drink from their knowledge and their experience as well. Which applies to this whole conversation we're having too about forging your own path. You know, as you're opening your mind and seeing how other people are doing that, and connecting with them and not just, you know, judging them or brushing it off or thinking that's not possible for me, then you're going to see what's more of a possibility in your own life. Absolutely. We've reviewed so much. This has been so helpful. Do you have any final pointers for someone who is back at square one, just wondering what is out there and how can I live a little differently? Yeah. My final pointer, Monica, is just to choose confidence. 
It's so easy to get bogged down with social media and thinking that everyone is doing these amazing things and that you don't have that opportunity or you don't have those gifts that other people are sharing. And I'm here to share that you do. Everyone has incredible stories, incredible opportunities, and your life is what you make of it. We can all choose confidence in the path that we have chosen, whether it looks like the same path that some other people are taking or whether it looks completely different. As much as we can reach into ourselves and recognize this is the right thing for myself and for my family, we can choose confidence in that path and feel excitement going forward, both for ourselves and for others who are on different paths. Yes. And there's abundance again, because you don't have to judge people for what they're doing differently, which is oftentimes I think judgment comes from insecurity because you're not feeling quite sure about your own self or what choices you've made. And it feels easier to just kind of put others in a whole other camp and just judge it instead of just get curious about it. It's like you mentioned before with a scarcity mentality. It seems like, oh, only this person can choose happiness or choose success. And there's not enough for me, but no, there's enough for everyone on all kinds of different paths. Hmm. Well, this has been so beautiful. This whole conversation, I am grateful for how you have lived as a family, how you've lived with curiosity and you know, courage. And because you've done that, you've tapped into some things. I think we all know we want a little more of and not necessarily traveling the world, which would be awesome. And maybe that's going to be something that calls to several listeners or maybe not, but it's the call to live abundantly and to live differently and how those can go together. Now, Preeti, this is a self-development show. So I would love to know what you are working on currently just for yourself. Yeah, you know, I love so much working in global diversity education. We love to travel, but I also love sharing those cultures and learning about those cultures with my family and with all of our followers. So I'm working on a couple of projects to continue to delve into other countries around the world and their cultures, their traditions, their holidays. And so that's something I'm really excited for the coming months. Amazing. I already know we need to have you back on <laughs> just to, to even find out how I you do wait. this. Yeah. Well, good. I'm like putting on the spot, but how you do this as a mother of five and especially now with, you know, schooling differently, um, with it's all in your home right now. Um, you know, we would love to have you back just to see how you've made time to be a whole person, how to be a whole woman with your own interests and, and, and make that time. But I'm, you know, kind of going on a whole other tangent here. I'm grateful you are because you've blessed so many as a result. And I'm sure that many of my listeners would love to know, okay, where can I find Preeti and how can I, uh, you know, just benefit more from what she's putting out in the world? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful for everyone who is interested and wants to come learn along with us. So any followers can find me at Local Passport Family on Instagram and also at www.localpassportfamily.com. That's my blog where I share lots of education resources, both for just in the home, as well as global education resources, as well as plenty of travel tips for Mm -hmm. any families that are interested in that sort of lifestyle. I also have a curious kids course on raising children who are curious and excited about the world. So Mm -hmm. that can be found on my blog as well. And I also have the global children's book club that I mentioned. So anyone can sign up. It's totally free to go through all of the countries and learn from the books and other resources that we've been able to put together. Fantastic. And, and since I am doing the, the homeschooling gig right now, like that's next in our curriculum. And I truly mean that. Um, I'm just so honored again for all that you do and that you would take the time to be on our show. So thank you very, very much. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. It's been a delight to chat with you. 
I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. Before I share this episode's progress pointers, I just want to tell you how I have already applied what I've learned from Preeti into our own lives. Now, we are currently living in my parents' basement as we are just this weekend, in fact, as I'm recording this, going to start demo on our house, and we have a long ways to go. Now, we're going to have a little bit of a curveball because my grandparents are going to come and move in as well every other month starting in December. So to help make sure that they are doing well because my family, we're kind of a lot. Um, We are going to get out of town for a week or two for each month that they are here. And this is where I'm like, hey, Preeti, I am going to follow your tips. And we are going to find affordable places for us to stay and take adventures as a family in ways that we never had. Um, have before. And again, this episode wasn't about traveling, but this is something that I have had a value and a desire to do to to expose our kids to new things, to take adventures, even just locally. Um, and we just never get around to it. Or I just think we need to be smart and not use our money in certain ways. But I see that so much differently now, especially with our talk this month on abundance, that we can choose to spend our money in ways that are really valuable in and of themselves. And this is going to be one of them. So Preeti, I'm going to thank you for that in advance. And I can't wait to share um, our own adventures with our About Progress community. Okay, here are the progress pointers from this episode. These are the notes I took so you did not have to take them yourself. Number one, forging your own path is a series of choices. Two, What is beneficial to you and yours? What aligns with your values? Do more of that. Three, recognize that there is not one right standard to live a happy, fulfilling life. Four, practice being different and welcoming those differences. Five, don't be afraid of building resilience by moving through the uncomfortable. Six, welcome differences. Scarcity breeds off of fear of differences and abundance welcomes them. Seven, Choose confidence in the path you have chosen. Now to get access to the graphics that we have every single interview of these progress pointers, you can get them for free. Just go to aboutprogress.com slash go-getter. And every single Thursday, sometimes Friday, we send you, well, me, I send you a little go-getter note. I encourage you. I share some things that are going on in, in our own lives in ways that I don't even share other places. And we also have the graphics there for you so you don't have to take notes. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash go-getter just want to remind you really quickly before we sign off today that I would love to celebrate you for what you have done to support about progress. To be very honest with you, I can do only so much to make this podcast grow. That really comes down to you. And every time you share the show, whether it's in private or in public, or you leaving a rating and review, or you send me a message, like anything that you do like that helps the show grow so much. And I really want to celebrate you because we are now almost at 300 episodes. And I really credit that to the members of this community. So enter our 300 giveaway. It's very easy to do. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway. I am very grateful that you took the time today to listen to this episode. And I hope it inspires you to go and do something now with what you have learned today, especially about forging your own path and leaning into the things that are maybe different about you that you were kind of pushing aside because you didn't think it was appropriate or okay, maybe. And now you're saying, no, it is okay. And this is actually a good way for me and the people that are under my charge, if you have families, to lead a more fulfilling life. I'll see you soon. Remember, life is about progress, not perfection. No problem. If I mute myself, it's because my two-year-old is 
coming by the door and crying every day. You are totally so, fine. I've muted myself a couple of times when there's been that fantastic. <laughs> it's been working well. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you go ahead and back up. Okay, any other pointers before we? I'm. This is just me. We can edit this part out. Yeah, I have one more. If that's okay. okay. So let me let me do a little stream um, or whatever. I, I lose my words by the end of an interview. Like I use <laughs> my whole brain power for this. You're one totally fine. Of the day. Okay. So let me come up with the transition there. Hold on, it's coming to me. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.